Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to not only the One Man Low Council, but also episode 153 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast. Hope everyone is doing fantastic today. Uh, it has been just a crazy, crazy last couple of days uh, going into work now to finalize grades. Just a lot of craziness about talking about next year new policies, new ways of schooling. It's just it's just insane. On top of all that, we've got a little bit of news. Tomorrow is the worldwide premiere, and by that of course I mean the US exclusive premiere of a little thing called HBO Max. So we'll be talking about HBO Max tonight. But before we get into that, I wanted to just talk about a story that was just released on Bounding into Comics and it is pretty interesting to say the least, and that is that, let me go ahead and move that screen over, that apparently a new rumor is being floated around, that apparently Ben Affleck is rumored to be returning as Batman and will have a showdown with the character of Deathstroke. Now, I just want to make it very clear that this is absolutely in rumor territory, and so take this with a very gigantic grain of salt. However, with everything happening recently with the announcement of the Snyder Cut, hashtag release of Snyder Cut, being confirmed for a 2021 release over on HBO Max, and seeing that everyone's very much riding high on all of this stuff in the DCEU, this wouldn't really surprise me if it turned out to be true, especially since one of the main reasons why Ben Affleck left the role was because he was obviously battling many demons, he wanted to get better, he sought help, he got that help based on everything that we've been hearing, and so maybe he is in a better position now to be able to continue on in the role, and potentially Warner Brothers sees that there is still money in this process as well. So let's go ahead and dive into this rumored story from Bounding Into Comics this by J.B. Augustine. So it says here, we are getting the Snyder Cut of Justice League in 2021. All the more reason to check out HBO Max, and David Ayer hopes his cut of Suicide Squad may follow. And with AT&T keeping the conversation going on social media, and with anything possible, there's more. The cultured nerd posted in an exclusive, AT&T and Warner Brothers just might want Ben Affleck to return to the cape and cowl and finish his Batman movie where the Dark Knight was slated to face Deathstroke, played by Joe Magniello. Hopefully I pronounced that even somewhat close to being right. Now, again, this was the original plan early on, was that he was obviously in the DCEU, and that Ben Affleck, being a very talented director, I think all of us can at least give him that much, based on the films that he has made, my favorite of which I think is actually Gone Baby Gone, I think it's a solid film, that he would not only be playing Batman, but also would get his own Batman film. And I was actually very much looking forward to that potential. I was very much looking forward to him being able to take on. I think I think that it arguably could have been the best Batman with him as Batman uh, in the DCEU, because as you all know, I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's vision personally, but having him behind the reins could actually have led to something very interesting, especially when you're bringing in characters like Deathstroke. Now, this, of course, remember, is just rumor territory for now. They stated this, so the cultured nerd is the source of this rumor. Sources close to the culture nerd have informed us that AT&T and Warner Media want Ben Affleck to return as Batman and also to resume work to adapt his original script for The Batman that originally featured Batman versus Deathstroke. Now I'm not a huge per- <laughs> I'm not a huge uh, I guess brain on the subject. I don't have a lot of experience with the comics themselves. 
the only thing I really know of Deathstroke would be from what we've already been given in both movies and also television. However, it sounds pretty badass to me. It sounds like you would have two brains that can both fight going at each other, and that is something I know I personally would like to see on the big screen. To support their exclusive, they showed AT&T's Twitter chumming the waters. Tagged in a post inquiring about Affleck's future as Batman, they responded rhetorically, who knows what the future holds? So this is where I start to think, mm, I, I might say nay-nay to this rumor. I might have questions about this rumor. I might say nay-nay. And the reason why is because they claim to have sources that have told them that Warner Brothers and AT&T are interested. It seems like that makes sense, seeing that they've already greenlit, giving you know what, 10 to $20 million to Zack Snyder to finish Justice League, the Snyder Cut. So they're already pretty much kind of putting a lot of money there in the first place. The reaction that that has been getting has been mostly positive. Obviously, mainstream outlets are trying to go after those, those toxic fans. But for the most part, it's been very well received. I think that once HBO Max goes live tomorrow, if they're able to see that their projections are outmatched, they might say and argue, hey, maybe that has a lot to do with the Snyder Cut. Maybe that has a lot to do with the fact that we've already made this announcement. Definitely could be there. It would be interesting to see. Maybe they would put out uh, you know, different types of surveys and say, hey, is one of the reasons why you've signed up for this service because of X, Y, or Z, and have one of those listed as the Snyder Cut announcement. And I guarantee you that that probably would get checked off more so than one might think. However, however, the evidence, the so-called evidence they use, other than claiming they have sources, and we all know everyone has sources these days, everyone claims to have sources. However, their, their evidence that they try and show, other than, of course, talking about who their sources are, is to say, well, look at AT&T's Twitter. Now, AT&T has been doing some pretty cool things on Twitter. First off, shout out to the president, Abu Nas. Shout out to you, good sir, because his tweet actually got some attention from AT&T, and that was freaking awesome. But to use what they're doing here, the culture nerd, to try and say that because of their recent Twitter activity that this somehow confirms their sources uh, again, seems a little bit too far-fetched for me. So some of the tweets they're talking about are, of course, people reaching out to AT&T. One thing, after the announcement, will it be possible to see Ben Affleck as Batman in other future films? AT&T responded, who knows what the future holds? Who knows who will answer the call? So some might say, oh, look, they're teasing that he's coming back. And then I look at that and I say, you could argue that. You could also argue that they're teasing someone else might take up the cape and call instead. Someone else responds, right? Yo, man, AT&T just liked your tweet. They were saying the same thing about the Snyder Cut being on HBO Max. Look at us now. And then AT&T responded, we're full of surprises. Once again, this doesn't really confirm anything that they're saying, but they are using it as a part of their overall argument. So that is a bit of the news. So again, breaking rumor here. Again, just a rumor. Ben Affleck set to return as Batman for Showdown with Deathstroke. But as we all know, there were rumors going around about the Snyder Cut. AT&T and everyone was kind of playing around with that a little bit. And sure enough, things began to be confirmed by Zack Snyder himself. And we are getting it in 2021, barring any production delays or anything like that. So we could be seeing this. Who knows? But anyway, that's a bit of the beginning news. Let's go ahead and dive into the chat. Thank you very much for being patient. We got 54 people watching, only 27 likes. Please smash that like button. It would really mean a lot. 
All right, let me jump over into YouTube to catch up with everything going on in the chat. Also, remember, if you have a comment or question, please type Odin Question if you're on YouTube. Odin Question, all one word, O-D-I-N-Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N, all one word together. It'll highlight orange on my screen. It'll let me know you're trying to get my attention, and I'll read your comment or question. If you don't want to wait, because I do fall about 15, 20, sometimes even 30 minutes behind in the chat because I do read anyone that tags me, if you want to get it read more, read more quickly, or if you just want to support the channel, you could always super chat or preferably donate via Streamlabs because if you donate via Streamlabs, YouTube gets none of that. And we all know that YouTube sucks. And of course, it helps the channel. Uh, let's see. Uh, Piri Chan, dude, you're a legend. This guy is the one that's been making the amazing memes over on Twitter. Uh, and I believe he might be working on a secret project for Friday Night Tights. So I cannot wait to see it, good sir. So I hope you're doing fine. Mr. Peabody's in the chat talking about how hot it has been. 86 degrees. Patui. 86? You think that's hot? Try living in the swamps of New Orleans, Louisiana, <laughs> where it gets upwards of 99, 100, 104 degrees, and then you add that humidity because you're in a swamp. Now that's hot. Orange Eye Reviews RV says, How is your Latin these days, Odin? About as good as it was before. In nomine Patris et Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filii Spiritus Sancti, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et secula seculorum. Amen. Not very good. However, at least I know the glory be in Latin. There is that. Mark Oquist is in the chat. What's going on? Good sir. Uh, Mr. Peabody and Tina were having a conversation as well. Mark Oquist then got involved. Laura Story says, YouTube once had an audio-only option. Yeah, I think that if you have the only way that I am aware of where you can get that same effect going on is if you own or have YouTube Premium because then you can have it play in the background, turn off your phone, the audio will still play through your phone, and it'll be playing in the background. So that's about as close as you can get to that. Uh, Tina also mentions that John Flickinger, my my podcast co-host for Patreon, Subscribestar, and YouTube members, is apparently streaming right now. And when I saw him go live, he, he went live about an hour or so earlier than he normally does. Oh, I got mad. Uh, let's say that a little excommunicado might be in the works going forward. <laughs> uh, Bexter79, who's a member on the channel, says, Hello, everyone. What's going on, Bexter? Hope you're doing fine. Slicer Neons is in the chat. Bruce is in the chat. Josue Vagia, what's going on? Uh, Goku, MGTOW Monk. What's going on, bruv? Tina says, My Valkyrie captain is running late, as she does on Tuesdays. She's at work. Safe travels home. My Valkyrie Steph, be safe. Hope you're having fun at work. Bexter79, his member says, was not ready for the heat today. Still 86 degrees right now. Yeah, it's about 77 where I am, but it was up in the 80s today and it was terrible. All I can say is it's better to be up here in Tennessee than down in the swamps of Louisiana because that was terrible. Uh, Soul Assassin in the chat. Darkness is in the chat as well. Alice McCarthy, who's a member on the channel, says, Howdy, Odin. How's it going? I'm watching a good old classic show Xena. Ooh, Xena Warrior Princess. I watched that show a lot when I was younger. I watched that, and I also watched Hercules. Were they campy as hell? Absolutely. But they were fun. Got to turn your brain off for a little bit and enjoy. Mike Jackson, what's going on? Uh, the only thing you've missed so far, major, is I was covering the news that there's a rumor going around that Ben Affleck might be returning as not only Batman, but also to actually direct the film he was originally meant to direct. So that is coming from Bounding Into Comics, covering a source called the Cultured Nerd, who claims to have their own inside sources. So nothing has been confirmed yet. It is still rumor territory. So take it with a giant grain of salt. 
And my opinion was I'm leaning towards Nene. Uh, Laura Story, hope you're doing well, though. I heard that you were going to be listening in the background. Uh, Muhammad Ali Khan, what is going on? He says, what will happen if Snyder Cut succeeds? Will Henry Cavill return as Superman in the DCEU? I think that's already the plan. I I think it would really be idiotic of Warner Brothers to cut ties with him at this point. Because I do think you could argue the Snyder Cut has already been successful. I I think that they're going to see a major influx of members and subscribers to HBO Max. Again, that goes live tomorrow. I just got the email about an hour or two ago telling me as an HBO Now subscriber that tomorrow the update's going to come through directly, Google Play, iTunes, and it's going to update automatically to becoming HBO Max, giving access to the HBO Max library. So that is, again, less than 24 hours away, about 12 hours or so. I don't know exactly what time they're turning the servers on and sending that update out, but it is very, very soon. So I think if they see a higher than expected subscriber base and they're able to somehow connect that to the news and announcement of, even though it's a year away, the announcement of the Snyder Cut coming to HBO Max, I think that could already signal it being a success because those subscribers are going to be paying money and it's going to be a very good deal. Not to mention AT&T, if you have AT&T, you can get HBO Max for free for an entire year, similar to what Verizon did with Disney+. Plus, So I, I could see them having a lot of success, not just with their AT&T promotion, but also and especially with the news of the Snyder Cut. So I, I think that they're already would be leaning in that direction. But if it is successful and they were on the fence with it, I don't see why they wouldn't say, all right, let, let's keep Henry Cavill on. But as I said, I think they would be an idiot not to keep him on because universally people think he's a great Superman. Even I, who am very critical of Snyder, And I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder. However, I am a fan of Henry Cavill. And I love him, and he's the best part, in my opinion, of the entire DCEU. Him and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, to me, are are the top-tier performances that we've really gotten from the DCEU thus far. So, I really hope they keep him. Orange Eye Review says, Hope you are well. It was a scorched day here. How was it there? As I mentioned earlier, it got pretty hot. Luckily, I was able to stay inside most of the day, other than having to go to school meetings. Uh, But luckily, only out for a little while. Uh, but happy Tuesday, everyone, indeed. Hardwick, Bentha, what's going on? Hardwick says, hashtag, release the crack and cut. What's that a reference to? Mirror Jeremy, how are you today? Mirror Jeremy, I'm doing fine. I hope that you're doing well, as well. Uh, Muhammad Ali Khan, make sure you put Odin question together as one word. It's the last time I'm going to read it because you have a space between Odin and question. It doesn't highlight for me, but because I saw it, I will read it. Uh, he says, will Superman returns, returns in the... Will Superman returns in the DCEU? All right, it looks like... I don't know if you're trying to say, will Superman return in the DCEU or not? It's very similar to your next question. Also, please, if you're new to the channel, do not repeat questions. All right, I fall behind in the chat. I fall about 15, 20, 30 minutes behind in the chat. If you put the question in once, 99% chance I will get to that question before the stream ends. There's always the chance that the chat jumps on me and skips comments, and that's on YouTube, um, and in that case, I will tell you if that happens, and then you might be able to post your comment again. But please don't double post. Don't, please don't double post, please. All right? I try and read everyone's question. Uh, happy Dinosaur 8000. How's it going, good sir? Welcome to the chat. Bioman, how is it going? Uh, Tina says, should be run together. Uh, yes, so Tina was telling Muhammad about how to contact me. Sasha Neon says, obligatory, I see you move back into your old house comments. Hey. Hey. There's only one person that can do that. Zero duality. 
And you're not him, Slicer. <laughs> Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member on the channel, what is going on? He says, hail. Kathleen Wingster says, George Clooney is greater than Batfleck. Fight me. Well, there's, there's my pet troll in the chat. Always love seeing your comments, and that's a huge nay-nay. I say nay-nay to that, Captain Wingster. Absolutely huge nay-nay. George Clooney played George Clooney. He did not play Batman. Let's, let's get that straight. <laughs> uh, Batfleck is not my favorite Batman by any means, but George Clooney is by far the worst because he doesn't even play the character. Nathan Slay says, I hope that Ben Affleck doesn't come back. He honestly wasn't that great of a Batman to me. Again, he wasn't my favorite, uh, but I didn't hate him. I think that if he had a good director, and to be honest, if he was directing himself, I think that would already, already would be better than Zack Snyder's direction. He's not, he's not a director. I'm just going to put that out there. He is a visual person. I guess you could argue he is a visual director. But when it comes to persons, he does not get the best performances out of his actors. That is not his strong suit. He's not a Woody Allen. <laughs> Woody Allen is notorious for getting the best performances from his actors. Why do you think so many people want to be in any Woody Allen movie? Like, go ahead and look to the cast of any Woody Allen film. You have, like, some huge names in Hollywood. Probably did not get a huge payday from the movie. Um, and in some cases, they were in bad Woody Allen films. But the reason why they joined the cast was because they were like, hey, Woody Allen is notorious for getting people Oscar nominations because he is great at getting actors to do well on screen. Zack Snyder is not that kind of a director. He might be good with visuals, but even then, I'm not really a big fan of his visual style. Uh, but he's definitely not a actor's director. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, I hope that's true because Batfleck was awesome. Hail Batfleck. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Alex McCarthy. Hope that you enjoy Soul Assassin says, though unlikely, I hope Ben comes back and makes Batman versus Deathstroke. Again, just the concept of having Batman versus Deathstroke, as little as I know about the character of Deathstroke, has me excited. And again, as I mentioned before, Ben Affleck has shown that he is a talented director. Uh, I mean, he's, he's made some very solid films. And so I was always intrigued when it was announced that he was going to have his own film. And then unfortunately, it got canceled. So yeah, if this turns out to be true, if he's not only staying on as Batfleck, but is also going to have his own film, that'd be fantastic. Ideally, of course. Rob D. Hey, Odin. I watched the first Thor over the weekend, and I honestly thought it was better than Ragnarok. Well, it's an origin story. I think that a lot of people are definitely more drawn towards the origin story style. I would definitely argue that I think it's the most cohesive of the Thor films, no question about it. Most people would say that Thor The Dark World is by far the weakest, but I enjoy all three because I am definitely more biased towards Thor. I've always enjoyed movies that dive into mythology of some sort. I'm a history guy. So that's why I love films that deal with Things like King Arthur, like legends, um, obviously Greek mythology, uh, Norse mythology. Again, all those things are always so intriguing to me. And so I love stories that like delve into that. That's why, you know, playing as little of God of War that I've played so far, if they were to make that into a movie, which I think is a plan right now, um, it would be freaking awesome. And I would be there opening night because I think there's a lot of potential that they could have for that. But yeah, the first Thor is a solid film, man. So I'm not going to argue that point at all. I think that depending on the day, I might say the same thing, though. I think Thor Ragnarok is much funnier. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, Christina Nardone, what's going on, Christina? Member on the channel says, Hail, Chad, and Odin. Thank you very much, Christina. I appreciate that. 
Forever Sci-Fi says Warner Brothers is literally throwing darts at a board to see what to do next. These rumors are them testing audience reactions. I think Forever Sci-Fi, that is a fair point to make. Um, I still question the reliability of the sources, just because I, I've never heard of the cultured nerd before who who broke the, the rumor, again, reported on the rumor himself. So I don't know exactly if it's going to be true or not. However, uh, Warner Brothers throwing darts, that makes sense. It, it, it kind of helps you realize, wait a minute, why would they just randomly announce the Snyder Cut right now at this time in history, right? And say it's a year out still. It's because they're just they're literally trying to get as much attention on HBO Max as they can, trying to get as much you know positive press out there, and yeah, in that way, throwing things out. All right, Muhammad, this is now the third time, not only that you haven't done own question right, but also you're asking the same question. Please do not post the same question multiple times. Again, it's 7.20 where I am right now. It's 7.04 in the chat. So I'm literally 15 minutes behind in the chat, dude, so... Um, I don't want to put people in timeout, but I don't like when people do that. Uh, let's see. Nathan Slay says, Christian Bale will always be my Batman. I'm sick and tired of people dissing his Batman because of his voice. Well, here's the thing. It's really the voice in the second and third movie that is problematic. The first film, it's fine. It's just him, you know, being all, you know, like that. The problem in the second and third film is that they did some post-processing on his voice to make it sound deeper, and it just sounded cartoonish. And so I think that there is a there is a valid criticism for the second and third movie, for Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Batman Begins, it's more of his natural voice, and I think it works for the character. Mark Lazerth, what's going on, dude? Mark says, speaking of services... I get Peacock for free with my Xfinity, but it has very little except sci-fi channel movies. Yeah, Peacock is by far the weakest streaming service. You know how there's all those memes out there that tie and talk about how you have these you know, upper-tiered stuff and then the lower-tiered stuff? I know there's a meme out there that has, you know, like Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime, you know, pretty soon HBO Max, maybe at that second tier. And then all the way at the bottom, you have Peacock. Like, below even the things like Pluto TV, which are not really streaming services, but offer, you know, free TV, etc. Like, Pluto TV is a better service by far, by a mile. It's a competent service. Peacock, everything I've heard about it has just been garbage. So I don't know why anyone would actually pay for it, except for the people that get it for free. And something tells me that ain't changing anytime soon. (laughs) All right, so the chat is indeed about to jump on me. Um, let me see if any comments were actually skipped. Um, looks like no comments were skipped. Perfect. Let me jump over to my DLAFAM. DLAFAM, y'all been very, very patient. Thank you so much for your tremendous patience. Uh, but let me see where we left off in the chat. Um, let's see. We got Adam Frank and the Clans in the chat. What's going on? Mr. Peabody's over there as well. Hey, Gobba. Captain Neat Heist is over there as well. Captain Phonemo in the chat. What's going on? What's going on? Mr. Peabody says, we do not say nay-nay. Here we say neat. I see what you did there. He also says, AT&T, is that a snow walker I missed? This is Australia, man. I see what you did there. An AT&T. <laughs> uh, Captain the K-Man just resubbed for a month and is now on a two-month sub streak. Dude, Captain K-Man. Thank you very much for resubbing over on DLive, man. Thank you. Mr. B.I. says, reread the text I was saying. I do not know. I do not. I don't thaw out till it reaches 86. If you say, if you think 86 would even bother me. Wait, what? If you think 86 would even bother me. It says you don't thaw out till it reaches. Wait, what? Mr. Peabody, that, that didn't make any sense, bro. Come on. You can't, you can't have that Aussie talk up in here. You know I'm not fluent in that language. Come on, man. 
Uh, Captain High says, speaking of excommunicado, is Rosetta streaming tonight? Would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if she eventually jumped, if she, had, if she eventually uh, jumped on a stream. She's already been declared excommunicado. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, uh, they weather, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mr. Peabody, thank you very much for the three lemon donation and for the ice cream and for another lemon donation as well. Dropping that stuff, bruh. Thank you. Uh, Captain Phonemo says, is the DC Universe service part of HBO Max? So I think right now the DC Universe is it's, is still a separate service, but there is a lot of content from it that is now going over to HBO Max. So uh, season one of Doom Patrol, for instance, is on there. We'll talk about more of the content on there uh, in a little bit. I'm going to do one more round on YouTube and then go into the articles covering some of the content that HBO Max is going to have, because I do want to you know talk about that a little bit as far as what movies are going to be there at launch, what shows are on the horizon as well. But I can say already uh, that Doom Patrol, at the very least, is going to be uh, premiering with HBO Max. Captain Phonemo, Hans Zimmer's score was amazing in Man of Steel. Yeah, the score was great, too. Mr. Peabody, uh, you're hot. I would still be dressed as an Eskimo. 86 degrees, 106 degrees Fahrenheit. You're talking about when I was talking about New Orleans weather? You would not, you would not be dressed as an Eskimo in New Orleans. 106 degrees weather with humidity. The humidity there is abysmal. Have you ever been in a swamp? I don't think so. Adam in the clan says, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond movie I'd be fine with. Ah, yes. I mentioned and talked about that, actually, on the uh, OMB podcast. So if you want to have access to that full podcast, you can see a clip of it on the channel from yesterday. Check out Patreon, subscribe, start our memberships. Me and John Flickinger talk about that very subject matter. Uh, Mr. Buy says, phonetically, neat, neat. Hmm. Mr. Peabody, can't show any Thor movies to Freya. It would be difficult to walk around with a large hammer stuck and <laughs> stuck to her belly. This is true. Uh, Captain, Captain, Captain Adam Frank and the Clan just subscribed for a month. Captain Adam and the Clan. Thanks, dude. Welcome back to the Captain ship. Captain Phonemo says, when a single company has three different services with overlap, it gets confusing. Yeah, and what makes it even worse, dude, what makes it even worse, Captain Phonemo, is the fact that they have a video that they released yesterday explaining all of the differences. And so apparently HBO Go, that is what you get when you are subscribed already to the HBO service. HBO Now is a separate service for HBO when you don't have a TV service. And HBO Max is a separate service that gives you everything from HBO plus HBO Max specific content. Now, if that didn't confuse you already, if you have HBO Now, because it's the same price as HBO Max, you have the option to switch over. Now, I don't know why they're charging the same amount of money for HBO Now and HBO Max when HBO Max has everything that HBO Now has and extra content on top of it. My guess is that might be for a year and HBO Max might increase in price or Subversely, you could have HBO Now decrease in price. But either way, man, it's 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 pretty ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Tina B says, Mead did a video earlier, and it sounds like AT&T is really pushing back at DC and Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers still doesn't want the Snyder Cut, but they're kind of under orders. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're now moving back over into the YouTube chat. By the way, it's 7.07 in the YouTube chat. It's 7.27 in real life as I'm speaking. I'm 20 minutes behind. So, Muhammad, I see you once again posting another comment. Dude, I, I hope that you got it now, man, but please stop posting the same thing. All right, that, that is, by definition, spam. 
and I do not allow spam on my channel. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Midnight's Edge, After Dark, great channel. Tom is a great dude. Midnight's Edge, too. Fantastic. AT&T absolutely are the ones that seem to be behind a lot of this. And seeing that they are the parent company, they have the ability. Doesn't matter what the Warner Brothers executives thinks because AT&T pays those checks. Pays those checks. Thank you very much, Tina, for taking care of that. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, too many shades of beige on the screen. Too many shades of beige on the screen. You talking about earlier when I was showing that article? Glowing to Hobbit says, your thoughts on Memorial Day Ozark pool party? I have no idea what you're, what you're talking about. Uh, let us see. Venom Broly 93. The YouTube Sony have been striked by Naughty Dog. Yes, Venom Broly. I saw that. So, RK Outpost, uh, as from Heel vs. Babyface, they've all covered that story. So, basically, PlayStation, the PlayStation Twitter account, posted a tweet about The Last of Us Part 2 with an image attached to it. Uh, I think it was promoting the trailer for it. And the image got copyright claimed by the copyright owner, meaning that they copyright claimed themselves. That is how completely incompetent the people over at Sony have become. Like, it's so freaking ridiculous. Darkness says, how are you, good sir? How are you, my, how are you, my good sir? How are you, my good sir? I'm doing fine. How are you? Um, let's see. Mirror Jeremy says, oh, okay. Spitting in some Latin, yo. Give us another, vo- another verse. Uh, Pater noster, quies in celi, sante vicerto nomen tuum. Take that. A little bit of the Our Father for you. Bruce says, in case you've not been to your P.O. box, Metropolis is there. I think I went like a day or two ago, so I'll have to go back. Um, I'll probably check that out tomorrow when I'm coming back from work. Megan Martinez, what's going on, bruv? Says, if they were to bring, if they were to bring Affleck back, I can imagine Ben Affleck being the main Batman in the DCEU and Pattinson being in a completely different universe similar to Joker. Megan Martinez, I can say already unequivocally that is already what's going on like it does not matter if ben affleck is coming back or not pattinson's batman is already going to be in a separate universe i think they've already made that clear that just like with joker you know just like with joker this movie also will be taking place in a universe separate from the dceu they have not recast the dceu batman yet and as we said earlier with this new rumor it looks like at&t maybe not warner brothers but at&t is interested in getting Ben Affleck back, and so therefore we probably won't get a recasting. And here's, I think, imagine this. Again, if you want to get DC fans, and even people like me excited, announce that Ben Affleck has returned to the role of Batman. The next movie featuring him will be The Batman, directed by him, co-written by him. And then if that movie is a success, then you announce his final film, or you know, two more films left, But one of the films has to be a Batman Beyond film with him as old Bruce Wayne. I think, at his age especially, that would be awesome. Because that means that the Batman Beyond film probably wouldn't be for, what, another five years or so? Five years older? I think that that would put him at a perfect age. Because obviously it wouldn't be as old as necessarily the cartoon version of old Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond. But dude, I think it would work. I think it absolutely would work for sure. That's my thought. Gloin to Hobbit says, the Snyder Cut pushed me to buy a one-year subscription of HBO Max. Boom, Gloin to Hobbit. Yeah, that's right. Because there's also a deal where you can get it for $11.99 a month if you buy a year's worth. So you save about four bucks or so for the year. Bruce says, SpaceX is going to launch two astronauts heading to the space station tomorrow. I'm going to check out the launch. Anyone? Uh, I actually did not hear about that. But that sounds cool. 
Slicer Neon says, Karen voice. Uh, actually, uh, it's not that Louisiana is hot and wet. It's that Louisiana is cold and dry, non-conforming. So there. Well, Karen, you can go away. Tina, thank you very much for deleting those questions. Hardwick says, Deborah Snyder said the decision to fund the completion of the Snyder Cut was because the visual effect houses are nearly out of work due to CV and they needed the work. Wait, what do you mean? The decision to fund the completion of the Snyder Cuts? Um, I doubt that that's the only reason why they decided to complete the Snyder Cuts. Uh, They're not, like, as great as it would be for corporations to be, you know, generous, they're doing it, they might say they're doing it for X reason, they're doing it because they expect a return on their investment. So they very well could be helping those people out by giving them work to do because they haven't had work because of CV, but it's not because of that. They are not just doing, you don't just complete a movie and spend 10 to $20 million to give people work to do. I I wish that was the case, but that's just not the world we live in. All right, they're doing it because they're trying to get money off of it, man. Uh, Rosetta Allen. Oh, look look at you, Rosetta. Not streaming tonight, eh? Good day, sweet Odin. At least I'm not crossing streams today, just exhausted. Well, I I hope you don't. Don't want to declare you excommunicado once again. Hmm hmm. Micah Martinez says, I support the Snyder Cut despite not loving his DCEU films. I don't care that much about the air cuts, and I hope we never get the three and a half hours Ghostbusters 2016 cuts. That will be a disaster. Yeah, hopefully, uh, Kevin Feig or Feig or however you pronounce his name, hopefully, um, he was lying. I actually know it's not. Is it? No, it's not Kevin. I'm thinking of Kevin Feige. Um, Paul Fig, Paul Fig, um, Paul Fig, Paul, Paul Feig. Again, th- I don't know how to pronounce his name. Very similar to Kevin Feige, but not the same person at all. But anyway, I hope Paul's cut was just a joke because, dear Lord, who in the hell is asking for a three and a half hour cut of Ghostbusters 2016? Oh, wait, that's right. Nobody. Actually, no. Sorry. Sorry. Um, about maybe half of the audience that actually went to go see the movie before it lost about $70 million to the box office. Give or take. But what would I, what would I know? <laughs> uh, Hardwick says, my release, hashtag release the Kraken cut post with a joke based on the hashtag release Snyder cut and release the Kraken from Clash of the Titans. Very obscure. Very obscure. Michael Martinez, uh, Paul, F- <laughs> Paul Fig is still blaming the failure of Ghost of 2016 to the 2016 election. Uh, election. He can't take responsibility. Like he, he is the typical Hollywood personality that can't be responsible for anything. Everything is someone else's fault. Oh, it's not my fault. And it's not the movie's fault. The movie was great. The movie pushed an agenda, and therefore it was fantastic. When in reality, it sucked. And the fact that it lost $70 million to the box office is very clear evidence of that fact. Uh, Nathan Slay says, Not only was Henry Cavill one of the best parts of the DCEU, he was one of the best parts of Mission Impossible Fallout. I wouldn't want to fight him. Neither, Neither would I. And yeah, that was an excellent fight scene. Actually, I believe that fight scene got nominated for a Raven Award on this channel. So that's how great that fight scene was. Uh, Christina Nardon, what do you think will be the future of Cable after Streaming Wars take over? Uh, Cable's basically dead. However, Cable will return in a new format. So you have HBO Max, Disney+, Netflix, Prime Video, Peacock. I guess technically you can count that. You have places like Pluto TV. You have YouTube TV. You have, uh, I'm probably missing some, but you have so many different streaming platforms and services out there. At some point... One of those services, like maybe a YouTube TV, uh, they used to have PlayStation View, but then that one went under. Uh, that that one went under. But basically, what you're going to have are you're going to have 
some companies, I imagine Google, Amazon would probably be two of the big ones. Uh, probably not Netflix. I think, I think honestly, Netflix is dead. I think Netflix might get sold at some point because with all these services going live, they're going to start losing a lot of these, a lot of the content that they've had. Now they have a lot of original content now. This is true, but is it going to be enough when HBO Max is not only offering original content, but also their entire library of content and Disney plus doing the same thing, right? Amazon prime doing a lot of the same thing too. Uh, Amazon Prime, though, obviously is is also hosting a lot of stuff from other places, too. So Amazon Prime will eventually get hurt by it. But it already has different businesses, right? It, Amazon's such a huge company that it losing the movies and television shows it's hosting from other services, or rather from other companies, that won't hurt it all that much. And it very well could actually get into this game. They're already doing it, right? Amazon Prime, you can actually, through their service, subscribe to places like HBO, so what I think you'll see happen is you'll see the Amazon, you'll see um, the YouTube TVs. And what they'll do is they'll start to bundle packages together. So what they'll do is they'll say, okay, go ahead and spend $50, $60, and you get HBO Max, Disney Plus, this, this, and this. So basically what's going to happen is you're going to get those same cable packages, just now it's going to be for a new era. It's going to be online cable packages, essentially. So that's my thought. Good question, though. Uh, CW Trixie says the best Batman character is obviously Arnold from Mr. Freeze. Duh. What are you talking about? What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. It's a fantastic character. There's no question or doubt about that. Tina says, I think Clooney always plays Clooney. I've disliked him ever since ER. My youngest sister and I used to love teasing our mom about how much we despised him. Yeah, that is definitely a fair point. Captain Wingster, Odin, notice I said George Clooney, not George Clooney as Batman. You've been had, sir. That's why you're a troll, and you're a professional one at that. Micah Martinez says, I really enjoyed Batman and BVS, and he was the best part of that entire movie. He was terrible in Justice League, though. Um, He was fine in BVS, but BVS had so many other problems that it was so hard to really enjoy that film. Again, acting-wise, Ben Affleck did a fine job, Henry Cavill did a fine job, but again, BVS had Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. There's no, there's just no recovering from that. <laughs> no matter how good they are, everything else also that they had the issues with, just can't do it. Uh, Gigamus Prime, hail Odin. Would you rather Ben Affleck or Robert Pattinson as Batman? I prefer Ben because he is willing to do work for Batman. Well, I, Pattinson's willing to do so too. I, again, going back to that interview that everyone's talking about, I think if you read it, it's fair to say that he was being either sarcastic or he was not being serious because we've seen pictures of him since the time of his announcement and he was in good shape. He may not be buff, he may not be huge, but once again, he's in shape. He's he's healthy from all that we can really gather at this point in time. So the whole commentary about, oh, he's not willing to work out for the role of Batman, etc., I think was way overblown and way overplayed based, based on little information. Um as far as acting goes, I personally, this is just me, this is Odin speaking here, I think Robert Pattinson is a better actor. Just going to be honest about that. Uh, the, the roles that I've seen him play, he has a lot more range than Ben Affleck does, right? I'm not saying that Ben Affleck is a terrible actor, but based on the performances that I've seen from both actors, I think Pattinson has more range, and I enjoy his movies just a little bit more. 
Um, Hardwick says, I'd like to see the air cut of Suicide Squad. I think there's a much bigger chance of it being good than the Snyder Cut being good. I know. Dude, Hardwick, I think that's a bad take, man, because the Suicide Squad has much less to go on than than the Snyder Cut does. The Snyder Cut, you have hours of footage that was not actually seen on screen. We know very little about the air cut, and from what we can gather, it's not nearly as much footage as what the Snyder Cut had. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't have no desire to see an air cut of Suicide Squad. I'm interested and intrigued by the Snyder Cut. And I do plan to watch that when it gets released. I don't have a lot of high hopes for it, but I'm at least interested. I have no interest at all to see a Suicide, a suicide Squad cut. Forever Sci-Fi says, I'm George Clooney, and I'm sorry. Rift Tracks, Batman, and Robin. Yes. Uh, Mirror Jeremy, what's going on, man? He says, Tad off topic. Don't be off topic, dude. Come on. We don't have time for that. I still need to get to the HBO Max lineups. He says, uh, but not since it was 40th anniversary, but some Disney fans were taking shots at episode 5, saying when the Falcon crew was hiding on the Meteor, em- the Meteor Empire dropped bombs that feel straight that feel straight, bro, bro, if you're going to try and put me off topic, at least put a sentence that makes sense. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Me or Jeremy, you're better than that. I expect more. Um, Let's see. Rob D says, with HBO Max now basically here, do you think any of the big streaming services will bow out in about five years? Um, I think that Netflix uh, has the most to lose. Personally, that's what I think has the, uh, as far as the big streaming services go, because Netflix is going to be losing a crap ton of Disney content very soon in the next year or two. Uh, Same thing with a lot of Warner Brothers content as well. So, uh, you know, again, it does have a lot of original content, but I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep people on when people would rather go over to places like HBO, HBO Max, uh, you know, Disney Plus, etc. So if if any service was going to fail, I would put my money on Netflix whether it's in five years or so, it's hard to say. Uh, Nathan Slay says, I am happy there is someone else in the world who doesn't hate Dark World. It's really not that bad. And again, is it a good movie? No. Objectively speaking, Dark World is not a good movie, Nathan. But I, I still enjoy it. Subjectively, it's an enjoyable film for me. Uh, Rosetta Oven says, one thing to tell you, I have 10 pages of the Eagle book done now and have an artist designing me a custom drawn cover to do together. Just wanted to share that with you. Well, thank you very much, Rosetta. Uh, if you missed our chosen of Valhalla stream on Sunday, Rosetta is planning to release a book featuring photos that she has taken of Eagles. So please stay tuned to the channel for more information about that. And I'm sure that by the next chosen stream in June, when we have the next chosen Valhalla stream, that we'll have an update on that. There potentially could be at that time a uh, Indiegogo campaign to try and help support that. Stephanie B is finally in the chat. What's going on, Stephanie B? Just 20 minutes late. No problem at all. I'm 22 minutes behind in the chat. So it's okay. <laughs> Hope work was fine. Uh, CWD Trixie says, Worst nightmare for movie cuts if there is a three-plus-hour cut of Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi. Dear Lord, please, no. <laughs> Gosh. Please, God, no. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> or whatever As says on, on Friday Night Tights. <laughs> We got 91 people watching. Please smash that like button. It really does mean a lot. All right, so as I mentioned before, it was around 722 in the chat. It looks like a comment or two may have been skipped, um, but if you posted after 722, you are fine. Uh, Greta Zenner is the last comment that was there, and it says, what up, Odin and everyone? What's going on, Greta? 
How you doing, girl? Glad to see you here. Go check out her channel. Make more videos, Greta. Seriously, I, lo- I love her channel because she does movie history, and that's always a topic that I've loved to do. In fact, I think if her, if Greta, if uh, Miss Martin Muses, if Tina, um, and if Sharon Ferguson all got together and did like a collaborative stream together on movie history, I would watch it. I would love it. As soon as it's monetized, I would donate to it. Make it happen. Make it happen, please, because they know their stuff. Um, Edgardo Martinez says, good night, everybody. Oh, Edgardo Martinez. Hope that your night goes fine. Rosetta Allen says, I am not streaming. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Bree. Uh, I'm busting my butt in overwork. Well, uh, relax, kick your feet up, and enjoy. Uh, Kathy Wingster says, Odin, did you hear Sony DCMA'd themselves over The Last of Us 2? Yes, talked about that. Nathan Slay, sometimes I'm just so desperate for box office breakdown videos that I'm watching your old box office breakdown videos. I miss them so much. Nathan, dude, I miss them too, man. Not gonna lie. I cannot wait for us to get something. Like, seriously, July Tenant, July 17th. I'm praying it comes out because I want to cover its opening weekend numbers. And I hope that it overperforms in every single way possible, man. But yeah, dude, I I can't wait to. Um, And Nathan, if you're watching those videos, if there are some movies that I make predictions on or whatever, hey, look up the final numbers and let me know how close I was. Christina Nardon says, it's 85 degrees here in northeastern Pennsylvania. No! I don't want it. I don't want it. Hardwick says the complete Linda Carter Wonder Woman series is finally getting released on Blu-ray this year. I don't know why they didn't release it in 2017 to coincide with the movie. Well, most likely they were working on it because they would have had to do Blu-ray transfers of that series. Uh, and when you when you deal with television series, uh, depending on when it was released, sometimes you are dealing with film, in which case it's a pretty straightforward process. It takes time to transfer uh, the, what, 35 millimeter that they likely would have been using for television uh, over into a Blu-ray, like a 1080p scan or a 4K scan. Most likely what they did was a 4K scan and then just put it down to 2K. So it's still a lot of, you know, quality, still a lot of um, uh, information that you're getting on those transfers, but on the Blu-ray format to make it cheaper and also... Does anyone really want to see a sh- like TV shows aren't really made for 4K from what I've gathered. I, I don't think we're going to get a whole lot of 4K releases of television shows. Um, but on the flip side of that, when you also have TV shows that were filmed on not film, but on tape, quality is not nearly as good. And I don't know what the process is for transferring tape to digital. I imagine that it takes long time because of the you know technology that you need for it. And also that the quality is not going to be nearly as good. Uh, Kevin Wingster says, instead of saying nay nay, say now now. No, that doesn't that doesn't work. How dare you? Uh, yes, I had a dog. I had my puppy sleeping and snoring as well. I have a. Uh, yep, I have two of them sleeping under the desk at my feet. It's so cute. Nathan Slay says, is A twenty four even a good movie studio? Uh, they've done some pretty good movies, so I would say yes. Rosetta Allen says, Tom is amazing. He truly is. He has a special place in my thank you, uh, special place in my, special place in my thank you in my book. Okay, so he's in the thank you section of your book. Uh, He's been like a brother to me. Dude, yeah, Tom's awesome. Uh, Mark Lazur says, his comment, too many shades of beige was the beige of your room and the beige shirt you are wearing and the color of the cardboard boxes. Ah, yes. Well, this is actually technically a yellow shirt. So technically, this is yellow. Yes, my my entire room is beige. All right, and yes, there are still boxes that have not been unpacked behind me. I'm I'm getting to it, 
But I have been binge watching. Speaking of things I've been watching, I finally started to watch Better Call Saul. I am now into the third season, and I am obsessed with the show. Uh, And I've mentioned this previously, but I needed that five-year break between Breaking Bad and this show, uh, rather to start watching this show. Uh, And it's been a good transition process. It's been fantastic. I love it. All righty here. And Granazena says, I think Batman is most recreated superhero ever. It feels that way. No question about it, especially when you think about all of the different versions of him that we've gotten. But Rosetta also makes a fair point, saying actually including comics, the most overcreated, recreated, overcreated, recreated comic book character is Spider-Man. That is also a fair point as well. However, however, I will actually fight you on that point, Rosetta, because think about how many different versions of Batman we've had since the 60s versus how many different versions of Spider-Man that we've had since the 60s, I want to say it gets pretty close. Because already in the past, what, 10, 15 years alone, we've had three Spider-Man, right? Right, we've had three Spider-Man, this is true. But we've also had, what, Batfleck? We've had uh, Christian Bale. We have also had, I'm trying to think now, George Clooney. We've had uh, Val Kilmer. We've had, uh, oh my god, this is the one I'm forgetting. The one from Batman and... uh, Batman Returns. Um, oh, shoot. What's his name? Y'all know in the comment section, but that's five. Then you have the 1960s one. So you've had six different, again, live action here, not comics, not uh, cartoons. You've had six different Batmans live action. You've only had three live action, maybe four. There may have been a live action back in the day, like 60s, 70s, that I don't know of. So technically, it is Batman. Uh, John Burkett says, I love Batman Beyond. Good stuff. Soul Assassin says, who would you have play Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond? Honestly, uh, I don't have anyone in mind in this moment. Darkness says, what will be the first thing you watch on HBO Max? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm going to look and see what the original content they have is. Jeremy Swiggs says, I said it more than once and I'll say it again. You complete me, Jeremy Swiggs. You complete me, bro. Nathan Slay, imagine if Justice League hadn't failed... I think it, if it did work, they would still continue to do a crossover universe. If the Avengers failed, I think Marvel would have done the same. Well, again, success always dictates the future. Hologram Nunchuck, do you think there will be a movie that has the CV going on in the background soon? Maybe cheesy heist film. Oh, yeah, no question about it. Knowing Hollywood, in about two to, two to three years, there's going to be some movie based on current stuff going on. Uh, Rosetta Allen says, Odin, Odin, Odin. How long am I going to have to take crap for screwing up my scream schedule? Um, for a while. How long am I going to have to put up with uh, not having 80s knowledge? Again, if you, if you can't take it, don't dish it out. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Greta Zena says, All these streaming services remind me of back in the day when the studios owned movie theaters and only played their movies. That's a fair point. It's definitely very similar. Cupcake Geek says, Martha, why is this happening? Ben returning to Batman. (laughs) Nathan Slay says, all right, everyone. All right, everyone, chill. God, such a great thing. Rosetta Allen says, can't stand Clooney. He always seemed overrated as F and extreme fully of himself. He's good in a couple of things, for sure. He's he's good in a couple of things, but yeah, he's definitely not that great in everything. Uh, Slash of Neon says, that you couldn't remember Crackle shows. It might be worse than Peacock. But Crackle, I still think Crackle is, is a more full-fledged service than Peacock, though, even though I didn't remember it. Jeremy Swig says, you didn't like Eisenberg. 
Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Greta says, yeah, Robert Pattinson has proved that he is an actor that takes risks and commits to whatever he does. This is absolutely true. Megan Martinez says, I can't believe there are people that are defending Eisenberg as Lex. That performance was cringe-worthy and bad. Eisenberg is a fine actor, but he was completely miscast in BVS. Yes, it was. Anyone that's defending that role is basically blind. Like, basically, they are so blind to defending everything Zack Snyder does that they've come to the point of even defending bad acting. And that, you never want to go that far. You want to be able to check your bias at the door before you go that far. Glenda Hobbit says, um, Breaking news, Doug Lyman to direct Tom Cruise in Outer Space Shot movie collaboration with Elon Musk and NASCA. Is that true? I don't know. Uh, Megan Martinez says, I might get HBO Max tomorrow or soon after. I'm intrigued by this service so far. Well, I already am going to get it because I have HBO now and I will be switching over to HBO Max because it includes everything plus more. Dark Knight says, I believe Star Wars was never good. The best is Empire. Wait, I believe Star Wars was never good. The best is Empire and that is a 5 out of 10 at best. Sorry, this is off topic. That's extremely off topic, Dark Ness. And that, as I mentioned previously to someone else, that's a bad take, bro. All three Star Wars films are good movies. Like, they're very well-made movies. In fact, they're revolutionary movies. For the industry overall. Uh, Empire is by far the best movie. No question about it. But for you to say Empire is a 5 out of 10. Even objectively speaking. That is way off bro. Uh, Christina Nardone says. Do you think there will be an app for HBO Max. On Windows and Android iOS devices. Uh, Christina great question. There is. So basically if you have HBO now. Tomorrow it is going to update as HBO Max. That is the email that I got from them. Again, so that is the email that I got from them. And um, so with that in mind, I would say if you want to get it first and you already have HBO Now or you want to sign up for HBO Max, download the HBO Now app and tonight it'll switch over and then you'll have the option to sign in with your HBO account if it even asks you because it says that it might even just transfer automatically so that when you open the app, you're already signed into it. So yes, there will be an app for Android iOS. Uh, tomorrow and for windows i'm not sure on windows yet but i imagine that there probably will be if there isn't then there's it's going to be a web-based there's going to be a website to go to just like with disney plus and uh netflix etc uh egarda martinez thoughts on netflix's narnia i haven't seen it was it just announced if so i don't have high hopes for it personally just me though um and the chat has jumped on me once again so let me just make sure that no comments were skipped uh, looks like no comments were skipped, which is fantastic. But let me go ahead and find where we left off in the chat. All right, cool. There we are. So let me check, uh, catch up with my DLAF peeps, and then we'll dive into the HBO Max news and talk about uh, what we can expect from the service. I will do the very best that I can uh, to catch up with DLAF fam. All right, Captain Phonemo says, I'm hoping Disney responds to HBO Max's moves to garner goodwill with fans, and Disney announced an Obi-Wan Western-style trilogy. That could be really cool. Um, obviously, I don't trust Disney with Star Wars at this point, so I would be very, very hesitant to be excited about that, but Disney Plus definitely has to do something to respond to it, especially if those opening day numbers come out and it's better than Disney Plus's, and they have less issue than Disney Plus, which is more likely seeing that HBO has already been in the streaming game for many years now. Um, I think that they'll definitely have to respond with something. Uh, Mr. P.Y. says, he was talking about the pool party in Minnesota where there was no social distancing. And I agree it was reckless. Captain High says, oh, by the way, Duck Fisney. Absolutely. Hashtag Duck Fisney. Um, all right. Some chats. Captain Mr. Roy, thank you very much 
for subbing. He is now celebrating a nine-month sub streak. Thank you, Captain Mr. Roy, for being a nine-month sub over on DLive, man. I appreciate you. Uh, Captain Adam and the clan says, Prime costs $5.99 a month, and you can add any other package for almost every app on it. HBO, CBS, Disney, etc. All are on Prime. Exactly. And that's why I was mentioning beforehand, you're going to have places like YouTube TV and Amazon Prime, and they're going to offer these packages. But instead of just adding it, because right now, from what I can gather, Amazon charges the basic rate. It's just everything is handled through Amazon and it's one bill versus having to go to every single service and sign up individually through them and then have to pay a, you know, a thousand different bills. But what I think is going to end up happening is that the services are going to become more pricey and Amazon and YouTube are going to start to bundle them. They're going to make deals with these companies, bundle them together so that you're paying a cheaper price overall. However, you'll have to buy a package that has all the services in them. I think that that is going to be the future. Uh, Captain Heist says, did you hear about Labyrinth getting a sequel? I did, and I think it's terrible news. Do not touch Labyrinth, please. Please? (laughs) Please do not touch the Labyrinth. All right? The original is fantastic. You cannot make that movie without David Bowie. If you were going to make a sequel, you should have made it years ago. But David Bowie's gone. Rest in peace, David Bowie. And since David Bowie's gone... You can't make the movie. Simple. And stop. So please do not make a sequel. Don't make a prequel. Don't touch it. Leave it alone, please. You're out of ideas. Create something new. Uh, Captain Mr. Roy says, The Deer Hunter 4K that I won a few weeks ago came in today. Thank you. Captain Mr. Roy, so glad it finally came in. Obviously, you knew that it was a pre-order, so you knew it would take a while until it actually got released. But yeah, Deer Hunter is now available on 4K. uh, So obviously shipping out now via Amazon. So I hope that you enjoy that 4K copy of Deer Hunter. Film I've only seen once, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Captain Adam and the Clan, I have Hulu for my brother. I paid for Prime with Disney on it and hooked Kaba up so he can have fun with it. Also have CBS for the wife. CBS and WWE because maybe you'll go back and do WWE streams again. Wink, wink. Maybe. Maybe. I, again, if that were to happen, it would probably be through uh, uh, Sports Wars because I'm trying to do some more videos for Sports Wars, but that would probably be the only way. Uh, Captain Mr. Roy, thank you for the diamond donation. Thank you for the two diamond donation. Uh, Captain Adam in the clan, thank you for the five lemon donation. I appreciate that. Mr. Peabody says, Greta, where are our videos? Damn right. <laughs> Captain Phonemo, everyone needs to stop complaining about the heat. It was 105 today. None of you know what heat is. Dear Lord. Yeah. One place I would never want to live, Arizona. <laughs> It is hot. It be hot. Uh, Captain Dean Heist, thank you for the three ice cream donations. Captain Phonemo, VHS tapes have character. My VHS of the thing is still my favorite version with all that grain. I ah, see. I I don't like VHS as far as quality goes. I don't mind film grain. So if I saw like a 4K transfer or even a 2K transfer, like a 1080p video transfer of a 35 millimeter print. I wouldn't mind seeing the un, you know, color-corrected film grain. In fact, I have uh, various versions of Star Wars, for instance, and there's one that's called the Grindhouse Edition. And basically, it is a 35-millimeter scan, but it has no color correction. It has no noise reduction at all. And so basically, it's like watching this, and it's a very beat-up copy, but still, it's there in its completion. Um, copy of, I think it's Empire Strikes Back. And uh, it's beautiful. So that I'm, that I'm okay with. So, 
Uh, let us see. Mr. Peabody says Linda Carter would still look good if they transferred her image using Silly Buddy. <laughs> uh, Kevin Fonimo, Zach effort for Terry in Batman. Zach Efron. Ah, Zach Efron. He's a little too old for Terry now. Because I'm not an expert on Batman Beyond, but I always thought that Terry was like a teens, like late teens, early 20s. Zach Efron's in his got to be close to 30 now. So I think that Zach Efron's ship may have sailed on that on that character. I do like him though. I think Zach Efron's an underrated actor to be honest. Captain K man, thank you for the ice cream donation. I appreciate it. Uh Yakupu 02, thank you for following over on DLive. Peabody says Empire a 5 out of 10. Where is he? He needs to be touched by a 2 by 4. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, he's over on YouTube. Uh, Count Adam the Clan. Hulu, ESPN, and Disney have a set price for all three right now. Yeah, they're all owned by the same company, so that makes sense. My thought is, again, you're going to have YouTube or Amazon work out even better deals than that. Um, let's see. Ear Can. Thank you for following. Uh, Adam the Clan. Package deals for sure. I just want Zac Efron as Batman, says Captain Phone Nemo. Again, personally, I would not hate that. All right, so I'm going to fall even further behind in the YouTube chat now, but let's go ahead and dive into some of the HBO Max news. All right, so we talked earlier about how there is a rumor that Ben Affleck is going to be returning as Batman and also will get his own film, so we'll see if that rumor pans out. But HBO Max comes out tomorrow, and with it, it'll be a lot of content. So let's go ahead and dive into some of the news dealing with this issue, including talking about some of the stuff that is going to be released. All right, so this is from Wikipedia. A very valid source in today's terrible woke media frenzy. Uh, Warner Media indicated the service would have 10,000 hours of content at launch. I believe it. Including first run and library content from the namesake HBO, including HBO original series, documentaries, and specials. So if you had HBO or ever know about HBO, you know there's already a hell of a lot of content on there. Everything in HBO is on HBO Max. And content from companies, other brands, and networks, including New Line Cinema, DC Entertainment, TBS, TNT, True TV, CNN, Cartoon Network, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, Tina, that's a big one. Both of you and I know that's a big one. Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, and Adult Swim. They are making a huge play towards the anime fan crowd. And once this thing, because unfortunately it's just going to be released in the United States tomorrow, from what I know, maybe Canada, um, but at the very least going to be North America. And over time, it'll release to other countries over time. But they're making a huge play at the anime. And I think that that is something. Someone made a comment on one of my videos, and I forget the person's name. But if you're watching this, shout out to you. And I made sure I left the comment actually on his uh, comment because it was that good. And they basically pointed out saying, people are underestimating the power of the anime brand that HBO Max is bringing in. Because they have all of the Studio Ghibli films. They are going to have a crap ton of anime series. And to have that all in one place and add on to that the entire HBO library and all the 